which I'm not saying I shouldn't have been grounded. I sure, absolutely yeah. was like being disrespectful, slam my door at night. My dad came downstairs from the upstairs bedroom and uh, my God, the fucking pucker <laughs> I felt hearing those steps come down. <laughs> oh my God. We used to be kids. Now we're not. Something happened in between. This is the Broken Youth Club. How you feeling? We'll be honest, I'm pretty tired. Oh my. And I'm pretty sore. Oh my. Yeah. Sore from what? I think just being just moving on the couch weird or and then sleeping on top of that. Mm-hmm. We watched a movie last night and I just, you know, what do you call that? A crick in your neck or yeah, like a cramp of some kind and it just, it won't go and it doubles you over. Yeah. And then it's like it happened on both sides of my neck. So I feel like I've got like two, two befores on the side <laughs> of my neck that I just can't. It's yeah, I'm yeah. tired, man. Yeah. And then I'm staring down the barrel of a pretty busy work week. Yeah. Because we're trying to get ahead for, well, a couple of reasons, but it, it always happens. It's just part of the the job, but there's like a, there's times where you have to re- have heavy recording weeks and there's times that are more heavy editing weeks. Yeah. And uh, this week's going to be a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just mentally preparing for that. And then, yeah, the kids have just, I love my kids, but they've been all over the place the past like several days it seems and mm-hmm. then i just we can't find the off button <laughs> yeah um well and it feels like um i mean ollie woke up this morning yeah. ready to fight with arlo yeah. it was like the first interaction they had was just like a quick mean jab yeah. and so then arlo retaliates right and then it's the like bat. well arlo did and it's like you literally started it arlo's four just like it's never ending and it feels like uh yeah it's just been weird that's the thing i'm struggling with currently is the um yeah the relationship i think between all arlo and oliver is like i think that's the the biggest um hurdle i feel like that um i don't know i'm trying to actively work on by getting them i don't know I'm just always on top of it, I feel like, and it just doesn't seem to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we try different methods of, you know, um, yeah, trying to lay the foundation of like you are the older sibling. And yeah, it may not seem fair at times, but I there's so many times where I say, Oliver, just watch your tone and watch what I get out of this. And then immediately I switch to Arlo and I change my tone. I was like, Yeah, let's, you know. Yeah. And it's usually I would say 80% of the time it comes down to like Oliver's tone. And that's like, it's, well, Ollie's got such a sharp tone with us sometimes too, that it's just like, I don't know who you think you're talking yeah, to or I'm why you got to talk to me Ollie like to that the room lately. It's yeah, like, just like sharp stop. talking back and it, yeah, it bleeds over into the sibling relationships. Yeah. And it's like, how do we explain that it's a two way street, but Arlo's still learning to drive and your role as an older sibling is to help them also learn how we yes teach them how to drive 
But as the older sibling, like you get to do that in a way too. Yeah. It's like teaching them how to like, you know how to regulate your emotions a little better than they do. So let's like try to pass on some of that. You know how to do uh, video game exploration and, um, you know, level completion, all that stuff better than he does. Yeah. Show him the way. Like there are so many situations where Oliver could make better choices, but chooses not to. Um, yeah. On the on the grounds, it's like, well, Arlo just doesn't like me. It's like, well, yeah. you're not giving all Arlo many reasons to. You right. Know? And it's yeah. like. Yeah, it's two-way street. Well, I mean, I um, I heard this thing the other day. I can't remember if it was on a podcast or where it was. But it was like when you have multiple kids, the the oldest, the firstborn, uh, their example of how to act is the parents. Yeah. And so that's typically where like older siblings will be a little bit more responsible or will have these yeah. because like they're looking to the parents on how to behave. Whereas like younger siblings look at that oldest sibling as like how they're supposed to move through the world and how they're supposed to like navigate their emotions or how they're supposed to interact with their parents. And it's like, if that becomes true for Arlo, <laughs> we are really in for it because Arlo's got though, such because a sharp I, little I, I tone with us. Oliver would model after us, but I also like see so much of the way Oliver handles things it's like that didn't get it from either one of us that is just a uniquely oliver thing you know unless ollie is taking those moments where i am just like all the way uh out of patience i'm like all touched out i'm i can't i'm so overstimulated Mm. uh like there are those moments where like i get really snappy when i'm just like god i've told you so many freaking times today like what what is going on please stop yeah and you get snappy too. I mean, like everybody does. That's like a normal sure. human emotion. But I feel like Oliver starts there. It's like Oliver goes from like zero to that mm-hmm. uh, in the first interaction. It's mm-hmm. like you can't even be overwhelmed yet. Mm-hmm. You can't even like yeah. you can't even be that annoyed with this person. They just woke up. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you coming at them so just aggressively? Yeah. Zero to hundred is like a common thing with Oliver. Yeah. And it sucks too because I feel like right now Ollie also is doing this thing where uh, Oliver will almost try to like pit Simon against Arlo in order for like Oliver and Simon to be a duo. Yeah. And Arlo is left out. And I'm like, because Oliver knows it's easy to, for lack of better terms, manipulate Simon into like, yeah, whether it maybe to Simon it feels like a game, but then I don't know. The alert. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. And so then it's like, a, and, I try to immediately be like, hey, 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 uh, uh-uh. like yeah, we no. do not exclude each other. That's not okay. We're not going to do that. But it is hard because then Simon will just be like, no, Arlo, I don't want to play with you. And it's like, dude, you guys love playing together, mm-hmm. but you don't want to play with Arlo because Oliver is saying that Oliver doesn't want to play with Arlo, mm. but Oliver wants to play with you. So it's just this like, I don't, ugh, I don't know. Yeah. It's really hard. But um, on... The topic of parenting and uh, you and I together, um, somebody posted in the group today and they posted anonymously, but I thought it was worth um, talking about. They said, 
Um, those of you married with younger kiddos, how the F do you manage? I'm at my breaking point. I could go on about everything, but it doesn't even matter. I'm just done and have no one to turn to. And another group member asked what they were having trouble managing. And the person said, having the same conversation over and over and over, not being able to voice things that hurt slash upset slash frustrate me because then I'm the one who hurts feelings. Literally living in a cycle of letting the shit build because voicing shit makes my partner feel attacked. Then a fight or two, then a fight for two days, then things get better for a day or two. Then in four to five weeks, we're back to square one. So it's like, <clears throat> I read it as not, it. it's specifically with like littler kids because we don't have any control over the little kids, you know, like they're little and they're figuring it out. And so it's like. Well, certainly. Yeah, I think it's much I think it's much more difficult, at least for us. It's been harder to manage having the littles than like if we just had Oliver at this point, because littles make a lot of noise. They're like a lot of sure. And you can't just tell them to go sit down and shut up like that doesn't work. And sometimes the way that you handle things versus the way that I handle things does become a situation of like, hey, what are you doing? Like, um, or like a good example when we, uh, come home, because sometimes I like to take you to work and pick you up, even though you have a vehicle, um, because it's just an hour less that I'm home alone with the kids. Yeah. And I like for us to just like get out of the house. I don't want the kids to just be at home all the time. Um, and in the winter we don't go anywhere cause it's freezing and then any indoor places germy, but anyway, Uh, Sometimes when I pick you up from work, you immediately want to tell me things about work, about the day, about what you're working on. You want to show me something that you've done. And the kids have been in the car for a half hour at this point. And typically Oliver is fighting with Arlo Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, or Arlo and Simon's iPads are both turned up too loud. So it's just like crazy overstimulating. And you want to talk to me. And for me, I'm like, Hey, we like the kids are like, you can't talk to me yet, but then you get really frustrated and then you will kind of like use your big dad voice to try to get them to like cut it out. You know, you'll do the old like, Hey, and it's, but for me, it's like, yeah, I build there. I don't immediately. Well, no, I understand that. Yeah. But like like, they they force my hand. Yeah. But for me, it's like, I'd be like, guys, Hey, 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 come on, come on. Hey, Hey. And it's like still just like just completely tuning me out. Yeah. And it's like you're okay. Level two and then level three. And it's like yeah, yeah. I'm going to continue to go until you shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. Like that's how like shut up. Yeah. But like for <laughs> me, I'm already I've already been in the car with them for 30 to 45 minutes, depending on how early I <clears throat> needed to leave to come get you because I had to get out of the fucking house. Um. And so I'm already like kind of kind of overstimulated and hearing you add a big noise to it, like a, a hey, or what? It's like transference to me. Dude, it hits so sharp (laughs) in my fucking skull that then I immediately, I almost just want to yell at you rather than the kids because I'm like, hey, the kids are kids and like they're being kids, but like you shut up, (laughs) you over there, like just be patient, wait, you can't talk to me yet, sorry. Um, but I think that like, 
you and I have gone through a lot of stages and seasons where it was like uh, parenting definitely like affected the marriage, right? Or like mm. my level of what I felt like I had to do with the kids or kid when it was just Ollie versus what you had to do was not balanced. Um, and I think that's something we still kind of struggle with sometimes uh, because it feels like, you know, we took on these roles really early of I'm going to stay home with the kids. And I even stayed, I stayed home with Oliver for a while. Um, and you go to work, you make the money. That's your job. You're, you, you, financially provide for us and then I pick up a lot of the other stuff but sometimes we go through these moments where it's like I feel like you're so focused on only doing the financial part and like you're at work that then I'm like handling all of this other stuff and it doesn't feel fair anymore it's like dude I would love to go to work and have eight hours of like you know for the most part, getting to like control the volume of my space or like step out and go to the bathroom and not have two fucking kids on my heels while I'm in there. Like, um, or the dogs barking or like, I feel like my day is overstimulated all day, no matter what, there's nothing I can do about it other than to just like try to find ways to fucking cope with it. Mm -hmm. But like when you get to drive yourself to work, you get an hour of drive time where you can have whatever you want. And that feels like a fucking gift that you don't even understand that you have. <laughs> oh, no, I do. Because, I mean, most, like you said, most times you drive me, um, especially over the past, like, handful of months. Um, and so when I do get those opportunities, I do use those to try to get my thoughts out that, like, um, I think it's important to have time to sit and be able to think to yourself that's why no and i think so when, too when i have the opportunity to get home and like i'll take the kids so you can go do your bath or sometimes it's even just getting out of the house and like you'll go to target or right but i think that we had to work to get ourselves to that place absolutely i had to work to get myself to a place of like knowing how to communicate that with you or really even understanding that that's what i fucking needed I was like hey i have just listened to it feels like six soundtracks on full blast all fucking day today. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't even know that I need to get away from it until I'm out of it. And it took a while for me to get yeah. there. And especially when I was like, you know, postpartum with Arlo and then postpartum with Simon, uh, it was kind of hard to know that. And I think especially with Oliver, I genuinely didn't know that. I didn't know what it was like to be, I didn't know how to communicate that with you. But I do know that there have been a fair amount of times where I try to bring up to you like, hey, I feel like I need more from you on this. Like I'm carrying a lot of mental load and I'm having a really hard time with it. And I need you to be more thoughtful about that. And for you, there was a lot of like, well, damn, dude, like I'm I feel like I'm trying really hard, too. And it almost felt like I was trying to take a dig at you. Mm. But it wasn't like that. I wasn't trying to be like, hey, you piece of shit, help me out more. It was like, hey, I'm drowning and I need you to start taking like an active role mm -hmm. and noticing when I'm drowning and help me not get to that place. Yeah. 
or help take things off without me having to ask you because sometimes even forming the the words to say I am overstimulated or you ask me what's for dinner or what I want for dinner and I'm like I literally I would rather not eat than have to come up with a single thing yeah. in my brain to cook whether we yeah. have the stuff or not I don't even mind cooking the food but the the putting the thought together of like oh fuck it's is it my job to like always know what's for dinner or always pick what's for dinner because I don't have that ability right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that like when I read a post like the one in the group today, it was like, it is really hard. And I'm, if I'm assuming that your partner is a good person and you, and they are kind and they love you and they're just struggling to figure it out. It's like, in the same way that I gave you that benefit of the doubt, yeah. it's like, hey, I'm trying to communicate that I need something from you. And it feels like you're having a hard time hearing me and then putting it into practice. Yeah. Or like you'll do it for a, a week or two and then you get so wrapped up in your stuff that you're kind of back in your yeah. old habits. And then here I am feeling refrustrated. Like, were you I not listening? It, yeah, um, Did you not care? For the longest time, my brain was... um. Yeah, focused on growing our business and making sure there was like uh, the biggest and longest future for our family possible. And I will say, yeah, I think I got quote unquote lost in that for a while where it was like you wake up and you grind and you because one day these kids are going to be older and then we'll have money and we'll have a future. You know, it's like it's always this thing that I was working for. Um. And yeah, I think being uh, the eye off the ball type of mentality of like, yeah, I wasn't as attentive to uh, my wife and your needs. And um, yeah, it's like being a, a dad, like I was like those first few years, I wasn't living up to what I wanted to be. And um, yeah, I think it takes an honest uh, assessment of like, yeah, yourself and um, commun- Yeah, like you said, communication. I think is like the big, the biggest thing in our relationship, and will continue to be because I think we mentioned it like set w- way in the beginning about how you know when I was younger, just due to the nature of you know hopping between my dad's and my mom's and having two different like kind of moral standards for each house um you just don't you kind of stay in your own lane and you try not to upset the apple cart and um but what comes with that is like a lack of ability to express yourself (laughs) so you by staying in your lane you just kind of stay silent and you never learn to communicate um even the most basic feelings it sounds easy hey I'm feeling overwhelmed, you know, not that I think in, in starting to be explicit and vocal about this, this, and this, it puts you in a mind state of mind to then you're just naturally, I guess, a little more aware. And I don't want to say this is something like I'm a doofus and I know I fuck it up all the time with you. Even still, I, I think you just know that I'm always continuing to try, um, and so yeah, I think I think as long as you you take the the first step to 
personally admit like, yeah, I could probably actually, cause I would get defensive. Like you said, very early on, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like I am like, I'm, this is all for you. What do you mean? I'm not paying attention to you. This is all for you. Yeah. And I would get angry. Um, yeah, because I think, I mean, you ask any person who is, whether uh, self-elected or just by happenstance, uh, is the quote-unquote breadwinner or like the weight of the, you know, the person turning the wheel of the machine, um, like that that weight. Uh, anytime that like can you get too close to it, it feels personal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like no, I'm like it feels like what's that Atlas shrugged, <laughs> like carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders and. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I think it's for me, it was important to truly admit that, hey, you're not as awesome as you think you are. And like, yeah, you're a go getter, but you're also a dad. You're also a husband. And like, which of these is most important? And yeah, I'm still like, quote unquote, go getting. But the the clock is ticking and I don't unhear that as I get older. Um, and yeah, I just. uh I still want safety and security. I'd love to have millions of dollars. So I'd never have to like have to think about making money again. I could just do creative things. I would love to live in a world where I didn't have to focus on turning the engine. You know, I wish it could. I just put the gas in and it run, you know? Yeah. Um, But anyway, off my point. And then, excuse me. Yeah. Once, once you just start down that path of like, starting to communicate then you see these little um glimmers of like oh that actually worked that was way easier i just told you how i felt you received that in a positive manner we went about our day and that was way different than it has been you know the hundred other times and then you yeah. do it again and then a year later then you're finding out you're doing it more and more but it's like a little more natural and yeah again we're not even near perfect at no relationship is perfect but um, I don't know. It's like dance partners. Just over the years, you learn each other's moves a little bit more and you learn to just go, like dance with each other better. And as long as you, you each are working on your moves, you know, not, one person's not doing all the spins and the twirls and the other, just, you know. Yeah. Then, then it's a good duo. Um, but if you do have one partner who just refuses to fucking put in any of the work to learn the moves and the choreography and then um i forget i'm sorry i think we've gotten a little far off what was the original like the original was um parent or married people uh with little kids how do you manage and i think that ultimately we manage because at the at the starting line we know that neither one of us are like pieces of shit neither one of us are trying to take advantage of the other no i think at this point yeah Uh, i mean at and any so, point in our relationship, but especially now, yeah. I feel like you and I, f- I truly feel like if if uh, we we should make sweaters because we'd make a good team. What is it? Jerseys. Sorry, not we sweaters. Should get, we should get jerseys. <laughs> we should just get jerseys because we make a good team. We, yeah, really. Okay. Yeah, I truly do feel like we are the like team members, like like a duo. Yeah, and I couldn't do it without you. Um, and I think that's important to like to feel that like. You have someone you can unequivocally trust with everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do, you know, even with where we are right now, which is definitely in one of 
the better seasons of our marriage as far as communicating and feeling like ultimately we're on the same team, even if we're not always on the same page. Um, but like, I just, um, I've lost my train of thought. Hang on a second. I'll let you it'll find come, it. It's okay. It'll come back to me. Um, there are still times where you and I will have like a, hey, um, you're not doing this thing that you said you were going to do. Or like we talked about doing better in this. And like there are still moments where you and I will get into arguments that last longer than the night. You know, I mean, sh- this person, I don't know if it's a guy or girl, but they uh, mentioned that they'll fight. It'll be awkward for a day or two. Then it'll kind of get back to normal. And then in four to five weeks, the cycle starts all over again. Uh, And we definitely do that. We definitely do have moments where it's like what I'm communicating to you, you just flat don't agree with. Um, And then you struggle with how to respond to that because you ultimately want to make me feel like you're hearing me and willing to change up what you're doing or be more thoughtful. There are genuine times where it's like, where it's I'm like, sorry, I don't sweetheart. agree. I, yeah. I genuinely wholeheartedly think I'm like, this is, this is the way I think on this. Yeah. And so sometimes we do have these, you know, I can't really remember the last time it's lasted yeah, longer it's a, than like yeah, no, a yeah. 24 to 36 hour period. But like, I think ultimately at the end of it, it's just like, hey, but ultimately we're like on the same team, right? Like yeah. you want what's best for me. I want what's best for you. And so like, something's got to give and if you don't necessarily agree with it but it's not a huge burden to you then like fucking help me out you know like whether you think you should take on this task or whether you think you should uh talk to the kids this way versus that way it's like ultimately we're on a team and we have to figure out what's going to work for both of us and if the and sometimes it just requires some fucking give whether the person agrees with you or not but um it's also just like constant work mm-hmm. because I tell you when Logan gets that fucking high pitched hay going in that car, sometimes I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It never works. High pitched hay or high volume hay? Both. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> That's not. Dude, don't play. I'm not going to do it on mic, but yeah. Oh, it just, it just That's immediately gets me. Bye. <laughs> it's like work. Yeah, really. Um, But yeah, it is hard whenever, you know, Logan and I obviously have talked about it a handful of times, but like when Logan was um, not in a good season, uh, when Logan was drinking more and we were having like issues in that, um, that was definitely a really hard time to figure out how to communicate the stuff I needed because it felt like you weren't in a good place to hear it. Or you were dealing with like your own demons at that point. And it felt like anything outside of your work stuff had to go towards like how to just get you in a better place. Um, And that was hard. And obviously like that did cause us to separate for a little bit. But I think that at the end of the day, yeah, it's like whatever you're going through with your partner and needing to communicate about with them, it's like you have to make sure that you guys are on the same team and that you want to be on the team. Because ultimately, if you're not, or if somebody's struggling and they need help outside of what, I mean, the the kids are fucking there, you know? 
and they're nonstop all the time. And littles are hard, like, mm-hmm. because they just don't have the skills to, like, read the room and the body control to, like, oh, God, something's going on. We should, like, be quiet for a minute or, like, sure, yeah. my parents are overwhelmed. But, like, the amount of times that you and I have tried to have serious conversations or even just, like, normal conversations <laughs> and the kids are, like, right there, right there, right there, right there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I mean, it is super difficult. Kids, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's super, super hard. At least Oliver is to the age now where it's like, if I tell Oliver, like, hey, I got to talk to your dad, like, go in your room, don't come out. Yeah. Oliver will do that. Yeah. We cannot tell Arlo that. Not at all. We can be having a very, like, serious conversation Mom. where one Mom. or both of us Mom. is crying and Mom. Arlo will be there. Mom. No Just matter like, what. <laughs> right in your face. No like, matter tapping what. Tapping you on the shoulder, trying to show you something on the iPad. <laughs> yeah. And it's then whenever you, you are like, Arlo, can you hear that? We're then for me, I'm like, he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> I know. But if I don't ever say it, then he'll yeah. never. It's like, where do you start? You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I do struggle with like, it's something I need to work on big time. But um, I always want to like come to the kid's defense. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> well, I, God, no, no, I know what you. I, I knew that was where you were going. Um, and it definitely like hinders your ability to parent. Yeah, and I know that that's like not fair because it's not all. It's not often, but there have been a few times where it's like, okay, like I'm making the decision to either enforce a punishment or, yeah, quote unquote, lay down the law of some kind, and I do it, and then, it's yeah, then it somehow either gets. Uh, overridden or reversed of some kind or sometimes I don't know about it. Yeah, like, that's true. And then they that's come true. in and ask me and I'll say yes without checking. And then it's like, Oh fuck. If your dad said no, then actually, no, you can't do mm-hmm. that. But, um, I do struggle with like wanting. And I think it goes back to that, like trying to keep the peace. And it's like, mm-hmm. Hey, don't yell at them. Yeah, like they're, they're sorry. They don't know better. Like, you know, better give them some slack, but also if we give them too much slack. Then they're just going to be like, tiny little yeah i don't want to raise the that yell at us all the time yeah, i'm just like <laughs> all right here you go here's money yeah. you know like i'm yeah. not yeah I, it's it's a very delicate dance to be both a disciplinarian proper disciplinarian uh not a an abusive you know yeah. course um but also like not friend but fr- you know a warm, comforting environment. How do you be both warm and comforting and dis- disciplinarian at the same time? Yeah. It is a delicate balance. Um, yeah, because uh, my biggest thing was I didn't want my kids to be afraid of me. Right. Um, ever. But sometimes I look at them and I'm like, I wish you were a just little, a little more, a little more afraid of me. Yeah. Because you just sometimes it feels like you just flat don't care. Oh yeah. Like it just- now, I've started, I think, especially with Oliver lately, I don't know if you've noticed, I've been using my eyes and then eyes plus time, like um, letting my pauses linger and slowing my words down. Like when Oliver says something, I will, you know, slow head turn, use my eyes and I'll say, is that really something you wanted to have said to me? You know, like <laughs> yeah. stretch it out. Yeah. Put a point on it. Yeah. And then just hold it and let Ollie know, like, this is a serious, like, look me in the face. Yeah. And do that again, you know? Yeah. But I don't, yeah, we don't, um, it's hard we don't to spank, win- we don't whip, we don't do any of those types of punishments. Yeah. Um, 
I think we've said that before. Yeah. And like, honestly, we're just not great at like following through with a punishment the way that we lay it down. So like, yeah. So like whenever Ollie does something wrong and uh, or if Ollie is like super fucking disrespectful and it's a thing of like, okay, cool. Um, If you think you're going to talk to me that way, then you can just go into your room and you can give me all of your stuff and don't come out until you're ready. Like we try to like let the kids choose these time frames, but then Ollie will come out Sometimes. and immediately. We do have the, I've been doing the five minutes on the yellow couch. Yeah. I mean, upgraded to the we, 10 minutes. Yeah. We yeah, do yeah, absolutely yeah. have timeouts <laughs> when they're just like the yeah, worst. Right. Um, but like Oliver recently, uh, Oliver has a, a MetaQuest. We got one of, the, it's not the brand new one. It's an older generation. Um, yeah. It's the, last generation um doesn't even five hundred dollars for a fucking headset my kid no yeah, no. no he will they'll break it um but anyway and uh ollie was like you know we have these rules of like you can't uh we really don't even like for ollie to play online with other people at all in the way of like you can communicate with them it's literally one thing it's, it's to the headset yeah and um we found out that Ollie was doing that. And so it was like, okay, well, we're going to start putting some like time frames on mm-hmm. you playing this game. Uh, so you can play it for one hour a day. You need to tell me when you turn it on mm-hmm. and I'll start a timer and then I'll let you know when your time's up. And that was fine for the week. And we didn't put like a an end date, right? It's basically just like until we feel like you're yeah. ready to like mm-hmm. understand that you can't talk to people online because people are liars and scary. Um, but then like the weekend came and Ollie has a couple of kids that he, that they really like playing with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard, I guess it's sometimes Ollie has a hard time finding the right time during the week to play because one of these kids lives in Michigan and then we're like, okay, but does this kid know where you live? And Ollie's like, no, I'm like, I, I, don't believe I bet, that. I bet that they do, which I don't fucking like that yeah, because right. we don't know if that's a kid or not. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so then Ollie wanted to play this weekend, but then was like trying to wait for this kid to get on. And then the next thing you know, Ollie has been playing this thing on and off for like hours. Yeah. And there's a part of me that struggles because Oliver, because it's too fucking cold and shitty out right outside right now for Oliver to go play outside yeah, with the neighbors. Right. Um, Oliver doesn't have a lot of friends that we and that we would invite to the house. Yeah. Um. Really, right now, there's only one friend that we would invite to the house, and they were out of town this weekend. I actually tried. Um. Yeah. And so it's like there's this part of me that wants Oliver to feel like they can spend time with friends and have a place, to, and that's yeah. really hard to mm-hmm. not have. Mm-hmm. But then the other part of me is like we haven't even been on this punishment for a week and already this weekend we've crumbled Mm -hmm. and we've let Ollie be on the Oculus or on the MetaQuest more than they should have. But then in my head it was like, well, maybe it should just be an hour during the week and not on the weekend because, and but I don't know how to shut that off, you know, because it's like, well, ultimately I'm making it out. Like I'm not following through with punishments that I give you. So then what's the point, you know, like, you 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 aren't you're not only not afraid of me physically, 
Uh, but you're also not even afraid of the things that I take from you because you think realistically you could just like guilt me into giving it back. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that too. Like I, I see it. And that I will say is probably one of the things that I as dad and husband do struggle with is because, yeah, like when I'm away at work, something will happen. And then when I get back, it's like I almost have to be filled in on. uh, Yeah, like, OK, so all he's play, back playing this again, but like all he won't say that. So it's like I don't know that yeah. when you're not fully in the loop about. Yeah, and Ollie will push boundaries all the time. All and, the time. I mean, on that, we had to have, I mean, the whole internet safe. And I know Ollie is safer than I was at that time for sure. Yeah. Um, And had a good answer for every question we asked. But still, like, something was happening with the headset. Couldn't hear Ollie or something. So this kid was like, well, you could, we could just chat on Discord. Yeah. So Ollie downloaded Discord and I walked in to like, you know, knocked on the door. I usually knock, wait a couple seconds and open just to build that trust over yeah. time. Especially now that Ollie's hit 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that, opened the door and Ollie does, it, it's always like the dumbest, <laughs> the dumbest, like two controllers in hand with the quest thing on the, on head, looking straight uh, away from me. And then when the door opens, it's like this. Look to the door, but slightly up. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see just a little bit. Anyway, so I open the door. Ollie looks at me. And then I look down at Ollie's chair. And had, Ollie had an iPad uh, that had some kid on it. Just a video call of some kind. Yeah. I think through Discord you can video call. Yeah. Um, But it was on Ollie's chair facing up towards the ceiling. And I was sitting there like just looking at it for a second. I was like, is that a Ollie's on the headset. Is that just like a random video that Ollie left up? And then so, you know, I was like, all right, I got to go. Then went over and then hit end. And then yeah. I saw like the Discord, like, you know, window. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a sec. Hold on. Yeah. And so I was like, grab your iPad, then come here. And then we went and talked to you. And I was like, did, because this, it was one of those instances where it's like, I didn't know. Did you give Ollie permission to download Discord? A, and B, did you give Ollie permission to like, FaceTime people? Yeah, FaceTime strangers like, on the internet? No. I was no. Like, they, they, they don't know where I live. And it's like, I didn't have my camera on. And it's like all these things. It's like, okay. Well, then it was, I you. did have my camera on, but I had it pointing to pointing the to ceiling the, yeah. the whole time. And it's like, okay, yeah, thank you. Great. Love that. That just but tells like, me you don't, like, you're not... But like Discord is social media yeah. and you're not allowed to have social media. Did you have to create a profile? Yeah. Well, what birthday did you yeah, use? Right. I just I used a random birthday that was like one year older than than yours. And I was so like, you lied. so you had to lie to make it. An, yeah. So that you were older. That's yeah. that's not allowed. Yeah. All like it was. I, you could see on their faces. Like, yeah. You knew that. You shouldn't have done this. And it's so hard because I do genuinely believe, Oliver, that it was. It wasn't. I No, I went. I made a point after all of that because what I did was I was like, okay, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you some questions and you're going to look me in my face. and You're going to be honest. And uh, I think the first question was like, did you did you download this uh, today or before? And all he said today, and I said, so if I check that, it's not going to be downloaded before no did you send any messages to anybody or video call anybody but the person that i saw no 
I was like, okay, I trust you. And then before I wasn't going to look, I was just, what I, what I did is like, okay, what can you, can you talk to this person in your normal game area? Or is like, if you delete discord now, you've lost contact. And he's like, no, I can get them back on, you know, where we normally play. It's like, okay, send them a message now and say, Hey, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to download this. Um, not feeling the app. I'm going to delete it. Let's just keep, let's go back to the whatever. Yeah. So you can still have your friend. Yeah. Because it was a kid like, you know, and we are trying to monitor that. I'm asking like, they don't use real names. They go by their whatever. And I've listened to like, what are they talking about? You know, all they yeah. leaves their door open. Like we're doing our best to be safe. Um, yeah. And I trust, yeah, I, I trusted Ollie and Ollie went and was like, see, look. And I was like, I don't, hey, I don't need you to show me. I'm going yeah. to trust you on this one. And then afterwards, I went into Ollie's room. I was like, hey, I need you. I fully need you to understand that I trust that you weren't trying to be sneaky or anything. I yeah, underst- that's like, I need you to know that I, I don't think you were trying to be any sort of way. That's the hard part about it with us right now with Ollie. It's like, I absolutely know in my heart that Oliver would not speak, would not knowingly speak to another adult online. Wouldn't give away personal information. Wouldn't tell somebody our address. Wouldn't give a phone number. Like, but all his ten, I believe these things. But yeah, that's what I was trying to tell Oliver. Like, sometimes bad people on the internet will use kids to get other kids' information. Mm -hmm. Like, you just don't know. But I also do know because of this podcast and because of uh, the community of people involved with the all of the bad magic shows. Like, there are incredibly kind good people on the internet too and i don't Mm. want to keep oliver from making friends online especially when oliver has a hard time finding yeah solid friends now i think it's getting better i do think um i talked to a counselor at ollie's school the other like last week and checked in with a teacher and like oliver is liked at school Mm -hmm. But Oliver is still the new kid. You know, Ollie started at that school in like October um, from being homeschooled at the beginning of the year. And so it's like Ollie is still the new kid in a fifth grade room where it's just a K through five school. Like, I'm sure I can remember back to being in the fifth grade. And again, I went to the same elementary school the whole time. Like if a kid came in late, I could imagine that it would take a little time for like other kids that have been in school together always to like really latch onto that kid. I went to the same elementary school all the way and I remember some new kids coming in and whatnot. And I remember there was always for me anyway, there was always this like kind of excitement about the junior, about the new kid, you know, whatever. I know. And then I feel like, you know, I don't know, pretty quickly. I feel like they found a, Play? I could be wrong. Totally. Way I know, off base. But, but Oliver like, is. But Oliver I remember is also, having a couple like quote unquote new kids come in and they pretty quickly assimilated into our like lunch group or like, you know, playground, whatever. Yeah. But that could be. But Oliver know. is also younger than True. everyone. And uh, Oliver, I feel like has this like complex where they need to make other kids think that they belong in the grade that they're in so they try to like be extra smart sometimes a little bit of a know-it-all and i can see where that could like rub kids the wrong way or it could just take a little bit more time to warm up to someone with ollie's personality in that way Mm -hmm. um but i do think that ollie is starting to get it at school um but i think until oliver 
until Oliver has like a core friend group here yeah. in Spokane, um, I feel bad taking away friendships that Ollie is building online. Yeah, but it's yeah. like trying to figure out how the fuck to make sure that that's like a safe situation and Ollie's not making themselves vulnerable to like the wrong kind of people. Um, yeah. But ultimately also just going all the way back to like, I don't, I really struggle with enforcing punishments Mm -hmm. because I, my parents were always like, Oh, a punishment is how long it is. No matter what, no matter what. And I remember getting, getting grounded. I think literally because I slammed my door, um, which I'm not saying I shouldn't have been grounded. I absolutely was like being disrespectful, slammed my door at night. My dad came downstairs from the upstairs bedroom and uh, my God, the fucking pucker (laughs) I felt hearing those steps come down. (laughs) Oh my God. But I remember it was my, I had this little group of, of friends and it was one of their birthdays. I was grounded for two weeks. Mm -hmm. You aren't doing shit for two weeks. Don't ask. You're not watching TV. You're not going anywhere. You're going to school. You're coming home. Mm -hmm. That's it. No Mm -hmm. matter what. And it was literally like I was going to be ungrounded on a Sunday. That Saturday was this girl's birthday sleepover. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, I'm fucking I'm so close. I'm so close. And it was a no. Nope. Like, no, you fucking blew it because you slammed the door. You were disrespectful. Doesn't matter that you were on good behavior these two weeks. Doesn't matter that a birthday is a once a year fucking situation. It doesn't matter that all of your other friends are going to be there. You can't go. Yeah. And like, I don't know that I believe in that. Like, that is hard for me. And I try really hard to have like that, that whole thought process of like, how do you make the, uh, punishment fit the crime uh Mm. because when it comes to being disrespectful i don't know what the pun what the proper punishment is Mm -hmm. because some people could argue that like okay well if ollie's being disrespectful and then you take away the oculus or the the metaquest you're taking away an outlet for them and clearly they need to have an outlet because they're being disrespectful because they're need to have some way to get that out adding fuel to a fire maybe yeah and so it's like well they're gonna be worse because you're taking away the thing they like and it's like okay but then what do I, what do i do because we aren't people that are like hey say that again and i'm gonna fucking backhand you in right. the mouth right like so what are you supposed what what is the punishment for that mm-hmm. because like when ollie gets in trouble at school um really oliver's school suggested Anytime that Oliver got in trouble at school and had a punishment at school, like lost a recess or whatever, mm-hmm. they were always like, basically, you know, Ollie already got in trouble for this. So, like, we, we're telling you so that you can talk to Ollie about it, but we don't necessarily, like, double we aren't punishment. encouraging yeah. a double punishment. Right. Um, and so we typically don't unless it's like a real big, sure. what the fuck are you doing at school? Right. Um, but yeah, other times it's like, I don't know. I feel like really ill-equipped sometimes with Mm -hmm. like what the right thing to do is with little kids. But I know that's, I I know sometimes the things that you suggest, I immediately don't like, but then I have a hard time with that too, because it's like, well, that's how you want to handle it. Mm. You're just, do you have anything off your head? Um, I think that like, 
I mean, I think the Oculus thing is like the the MetaQuest time limit was like an idea that you had. That the I, hour? Yeah. Really? You yeah. Did, oh, okay. Yeah. Or like feeling really like, hey, are we sticking to that? Um, Or like. Oh, you don't agree that like it should only be an hour a day? I No, I, I struggle with like, is that the right punishment? Like, well, I don't. I mean, it, it, I think if. I mean, since we're talking about it, um, my logic there is, yeah, let's not strip Oliver of the the outlet of friendship, but let's, you know, bottleneck it so that Oliver recognizes, like, I don't, I, I feel like when we would take away certain things, it's like, okay, no TV, Oliver literally is like, all right, whatever. Yeah. No, no effect. All right. No, nothing before the, before the VR. Yeah. I'm taking away everything. You're your iPod touch or whatever you have, your little PS, everything in your room. I don't care. Like, it's just such a, and so I feel like with Oliver specifically, you have to catch Ollie in things that they're really into at that time. So it's yeah. like, okay, no MHA for a week, you know, or whatever it is. Like that would be, dang, you know. I have one. Sometimes when Ollie does something wrong or is like really acting some type of way, Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I look at it and I'm like, dude, I think the best way to punish this behavior is to literally not give Oliver any attention at all. Oh, right. Because Ollie's trying to get attention. Just ignore it. And so like I we need to literally it. walk out and you're like, well, I'm going to have a conversation. I need to have and I'm a lesson. Like, this is a lesson. Yeah. Moment. But for me, I'm like, Ollie's not listening to you, but they are yeah. receiving attention from you. And that's like not what they need. Or like when you suggested, um, you know, we talked about having Oliver... Uh, start a journal uh, and write in the journal every night. And I'm like super into that. But before we got into that point, you were like, well, I used to have to like fill pages whenever I would like mouth off. I would just have to like write and fill pages of like, what? Yeah. I, I won't do that fucking thing again, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it it felt like a physical punishment because I know when I have to sit down, like mm-hmm. when I would have to sit down and write stuff out, like, homework and it was like they give you like fucking 25 words to define you have to write all the definitions it's like your hand hurts so for me it's like (laughs) for me it feels like a physical i'm asking for i told ollie when we started that i'm asking for at least a half a page well no but i'm not talking about the journal i think the journal is a good idea oh but when you were like before we had gotten to the idea of the journal and you were like well i could just well we could just make oliver like write you know i i used to have to like write and fill notebooks if yeah. like your example, I think the idea. I think I go like, to like yeah. the extreme. Like you had to literally like fill notebooks yeah. before you yeah. could leave your room. Yeah, I remember one time. I don't know if I've said this on the show or not, but I, we had this little kiosk right by the principal's office. It was like a four by four metal roll up window, and it was like a, a little closet where uh, someone would come in, and it's just basically school supplies. Um. I forget what we called it, uh, like the supply store or something. Um, and I would go and I knew this little trick where it's like, okay, if I could pay for the thing on the back wall, they have to turn around and grab it. And so if I pay for it, they'll turn around, grab it for me. I can snake a couple of those like little like triangular shaped like pencil eraser toppers. Yeah. And, you know, like a couple of little things that they had, like on whatever. I wouldn't take too many. Usually just a thief. few. Yeah, yeah still. absolutely. I was a little thief when I was little because I wanted like 
one of my own things, you know? Yeah. Um, stupid. Uh, but I got <laughs> caught once um, stealing some eraser caps. And uh, my punishment for that was to fill an entire, I think they're, what, 80-page uh, yeah, lined? Yeah, wide world. Uh, I had to use college ruled, um, the thinner lines. And I had to fill that entire book with, uh, on, the line was, I will not lie, cheat, or steal over, and it was a Bart Simpson move. I'm sure they got it from the Simpsons. Yeah. Um, and I filled that. To my to my recollection, I fuck. I want to find that book. Yeah. Because I know I remember it was either purple or green. Um, but I remember I had to do that, and then I had to move on to Mathathon. Do you remember? Did you ever do Mathathon? Really? Mm-mm. Oh, so fun! It was like, um, I think that's what it was called. Um, anybody out there knows what I'm talking about? Help me out. But basically, you get um, it's almost like highlights, or no, not highlights. Um, the Scholastic Book Fair type paper. Mm-hmm. Or you get a bunch of this stuff and you basically do math problems. And for everyone, right? I think you got like points or something and you could win. Like if I get 2,500 points, I can get a video game. You know, you never did that? Never. Oh, man. So anyway, yeah, I had to like bounce from that to then doing my math a thought. There was a period though for a while. I was like, yeah, I had to lock myself in my room and do monotonous shit. So that it got my brain into thinking, this sucks. So, I mean, I'm sure the idea is, yeah, that sucks. Don't do it again. You'll think about this next time, you know. Yeah. I'm sure. I fucking was stealing until I was like early teens. Yeah. I was a little bad boy for sure. I would go do the classic, go into Walmart, put something in like a DVD. And then you'd go into the bathroom and then you'd leave the case. I feel so bad about that for still to, even though, you know. It's the Waltons, but still, so yeah. like morally, guys. morally, I still feel like, I mean, I, I probably honestly over the years, maybe like 15, 20 DVDs, you know, um, but I actually, I think once I hit like late middle school, I definitely was like, I feel really, actually really bad doing this and I never will do it again. I am. Um, I have only ever stolen intentionally one thing. Um, and it was a ring at Target and I only took it because I saw it and I liked it. And, um, I have like, I don't know, all my friends in, uh, school always had these like dainty little hands and my ring size is like a seven, uh, for like this finger, but then like eight or nine on the others, you know, like I just got like big knuckles, whatever. Um, and they had a ring that was in my size that was super duper cute. It was the only one left and there was no tag on it. And I thought mm. if I take this up there, it's going to take them fucking thing. forever. <laughs> so embarrassing. It's the only thing I like was going to get. Yeah. So I just like slid it on my finger. And dude, when I tell you, I was so sweaty walking out of that store <laughs> because I'm like, they either watched me put it on yeah. my finger or there's some fucking like scan like king embedded for in you? the fucking <laughs> for this ring that probably costs twelve dollars. Yeah. But I just, dude, I'm not, I'm not built for it. No, like yeah. my parents, for a long time, I told them they did such a good job of like instilling this fear in me that if anyone's gonna get caught, it's gonna be me, <laughs> and this, and the consequence will be severe. Yeah, both from the store and from my fucking parents. 
And for a long time, I thought that was a good thing. And now I'm like, well, damn, dude, I feel like I'm just like real afraid to do a lot of shit now. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll say the other day, though, maybe like not. we ran into a situation where it's like, you know what? I think the best outcome here would have been if someone would have just taken this. And it was when we were at Cracker Barrel. Do you remember that? Dude. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll let you say. Yeah. We went to, cra- you're talking about the, uh, I think for Arlo or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm having like a minor fart. On it was like a was. little toy of some kind. I thought. Yeah, what the fuck was it? And it didn't have a tag. Oh, it was a little knife. It was one of those little like play knives yeah. where you push it in and it looks like it goes in, you know, like whatever. A $3 toy. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Um, and Arlo found it in the candy area when we were checking out. Because every time we go to Cracker Barrel, I'm always like, okay, everybody can pick one candy. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's like a little bag of candy or if it's a single thing. You can pick fun. one thing from this candy area. That's it. Well, Arlo found this like play knife thing and he was fucking, he thought it was so funny. So cool. The whole time we were standing in line, he would like <laughs> fake stab me and I would stumble back or he'd fake stab himself and fall to the ground. Like, Prop dude, play. Yeah. he thought it was the coolest thing. I get up front and I, and all I had like looked in the toy area because this thing didn't have a tag on it and all I didn't see any more of them. I'm wondering if it And so I started to wonder if it was just line. somebody's kid's toy that they had just like yeah. forgotten when they were looking at the candy, whatever. <laughs> Probably. And like, mind you, the line was fucking long. Like it was a busy day yeah. for the old crack barrel. Yeah. And so I'm waiting forever because there's <laughs> one cashier. We finally get up there. She checks out all of our stuff. Then she looks at this knife. She notices there's not a tag on it. She's like, okay, hang on a second. And I feel so bad because there's like literally 10 people in line behind me. Like I wanted to just That's the worst. I'd hate you. If I was like back there eight, nine or 10, I'd be like, geez, just take it. But she she also didn't even give me the option to say like, oh, just we won't. No, no, no. She just She immediately like like, walks over to the toy stuff, takes way too long looking for this knife. Way too That's long. So uncomfortable. Then comes back. <laughs> then starts looking through the computer. Then pulls out a binder. All then starts looking deck. through the fucking binder. Maggie, get over here. I need your help. Oh my god! By this time, they thank God had called another person up to the register to help check people out. But then this girl, the people that had been directly behind me, wanted two t-shirts and mm. like only one of the sizes was out so then she was trying to figure out if they had any more everybody in line hated both of us okay but then this lady finally at the end of all of it i'm not kidding you i stood in front of her specifically at least eight minutes mm. i mean it was just like painfully long uh and i kept saying like it's you know it's fine it's fine and she was like no no, no I'm, I'm gonna try to find it and i'm like Fuck. <laughs> then she finally is like i just cannot find you know the skew for this and uh and I, I can't sell it to you if I don't have a skew for it. And for me, it's like, bitch, just type in like fucking, I'll pay you $10 yeah. for it. Like, just type something in and give it to me. Yeah. But instead, she basically was like, I can't, <laughs> I won't sell it to you. <laughs> I'll just put this back here. Yeah. And Arlo's like, mom, where's my Yeah, dude, like, it was the worst. Like, dude, suck. painful. <laughs> Pain- so, yeah, I, I should have just let Arlo put it in his fucking pocket. No, yeah, just kidding. But, uh. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. That was awful. But that's what I imagined would happen with the damn target ring too. So I just yeah, scooted on out of there. What a thief! I know. <laughs> I knew a lot of people though that stole from the little supply store at the middle school uh, at OV, mm-hmm. and I always thought those people were like real ballsy mm-hmm. because I felt like almost every time I would go in there, somebody was actually getting caught stealing things. Oh, yeah. So I'll say again, yeah, in middle school, about that same age, I would uh, at lunchtime. Like I, I 
did not want to pay for that extra sandwich. <laughs> so I would like reach up and then with my left hand, I'd put the other one like in my bag. Hysterical. Yeah, no, I was a little asshole when it came to that shit for sure. I only ever ate like I would eat the pizza days um, mm. in middle school. And then outside of that, dude, it was uh, like the, the chi- white the cheddar sandwich. smart pop mm. popcorn. That was it. I like the chicken sandwiches, I think. Yeah. And the pizza days, probably the most. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just heard the kids scream, which means yeah, they've someone's awakened <laughs> from the the midday nap. Yeah. Um, and I also, I was about ready to like cut it because I need to pee so badly. Oh, okay. well, um, let's get out of here. So we're gonna have to wrap it up. Yeah, we got a good time. Oh, that uh, was a full out scream. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we're screaming. <laughs> so, um, okay, great. If you uh, are not in the Facebook group, it's just Broken Youth Club on Facebook. If you have a story you want to submit, it's my life at brokenyouthclub.com. If you would like to call in, there's the hotline at the end that you can call the number. Uh, we love you all so much. We're so thankful that you're here. Check out the Patreon if you haven't. We've Check just, out the Patreon. Yeah. It's $5 flat and you get the bonus episode. And we're going to be more intentional with putting bonus content mm-hmm. in there. Speaking of bonus content, I, I'm looking at it right now. We do have that little Arlo thing. I've oh, my God. Logan out. did the cutest little interview He's with Arlo. So sweet. It's like eight minutes long, but it is so freaking cute. <laughs> um, that'll be on the Patreon. So, um Soon. Yes, yeah. so if you would like to do that, uh, head on over there. Just five bucks a month. Um, and yeah. Yeah, that's good. Fantastic. Let's go okay. get the kids. <laughs> cool, great. Love you. Bye. Bye.